Welcome to your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. Today, Nick and I are joined by our friend, performer and musician Ryan Goodwin in a conversation about the evolution of technology. It sounds way more boring than it turned out to be. Things are changing fast in this world, my friends. The question is whether or not we're changing fast enough to keep up. Listen as we spend a little time lamenting the old media and celebrating the new. Enjoy. You grew up in a day when... when I could access it at at any time. Anywhere. It really is a different world. But this is the world we're in, too, because, you know, we we don't have um, any dinner arguments ending with people not knowing what the actual answer is these days. Any arguments. Yeah, when I was growing up, you know, you would have people walking away not really knowing what the fact is. On yeah. Actually, as if we know what the facts are <laughs> using the interweb either. I but. mean, for some of them, like the year something happened or what album was this on, you know, there are yeah. some facts still, I, I'd <laughs> like to think <laughs> and hope. Yeah, I, I heard a great uh, Pete Holmes bit the other day of like, nowadays there's no time to not know a fact. You know, uh, like you might be, you know, a couple of years, a decade or so ago, you might be walking around and then suddenly the thought, where's Tom Petty from? Pops in your head. <laughs> and back then you would wonder. You wouldn't know. You yeah. would go, you, uh, you'd ask your friends, hey, do you know where Tom Petty's from? And they'd say, no, but now, and then you would just spread your, uh, your curiosity to somebody else until finally someone's like, I know, I'm a big Tom Petty fan. And then they would tell you that he's from Gainesville, Florida. Uh, but nowadays, like, where's Tom Petty from? Florida. <laughs> that's exactly. it. That's the whole thing. Seven seconds. It's true. Well, and then I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. No, no. I think it's a wonderful <laughs> thing. But I question, um, you know, the concept of a person who comes by a million dollars that's just been dropped in their lap versus a person who comes by a million dollars having spent a lifetime earning it. Is there a difference in the way those two people will live their lives? Because this is the question. Right now, I mean, all throughout, up until the point we had smartphones, we were working for it. We were like, you had you to, had to you go had to research. Yeah. yeah, we had to go to get go to pay phones and drop money in pay phones in order to make telephone calls. We had to work through that stuff, right? But now we, I have my kids, you also, Ryan, you're young enough to, to know that you, cell phones were here before you were, yes? Uh. Cell phones were smartphones were not. Smartphones okay. came along when I was like a teenager. Okay. Or like a middle school teenager. All right, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I, and I look at that and I say to myself, well, guess what? I'm really happy that we all have this technology, but there's a little piece of me that's like, but I had to suffer before I got mine. <laughs> so, so I'm wondering if we can just find a way to make them suffer a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> everyone has to pay their dues just some is dues, what I'm hearing. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Like, here's the thing. Uh, uh, and kind of on your Guns, Germs, and Steel conversation, my dad has shared this quote with me, and I'm sure he didn't think of it, but uh, everything changes and nothing does. So there will be some suffering. Yeah. It'll just be a different a type different of suffering. Type. Yep. And yep. then eventually, like, I'll grow older and be like, well, I did this when I was a kid. And, like, that's no longer a problem now, So is there anything right now you're looking at kids going, like, shaking your hand at them as if you've turned into an old man already? Um <laughs> Kids the these question. days, why can't they just Ooh. do this like I did? You why know, why I, do they have the Velcro on their shoes? Why don't they have those laces yeah, like I had to have? Like, nothing that immediately 90s. comes to my head of like, oh, no, this is definitely it. But I do think like I've had to learn how to navigate the Internet. Like what's fake, what's not fake, yeah. what's a scam, what's yeah, a yeah. virus, what's actually the thing you're looking for, what's not the thing you're looking for but is like really, really close but it will do or whatever stuff. like. So I've had to learn that kind of literacy. 
I think that'll be easier for the next generation. And then I'll be like, well, you didn't have to worry about looking for this kind of stuff. Or yeah. Looking yeah. out for that kind of stuff. Like, that probably will be Let's purge. hope, be actually. I like, well, I hope. like that yeah, idea. Like that. that and uh, file sorting. I've had to like manage files and like manage MP3s and oh, like, put yeah. those on my device and like na- do my own metadata and, you know. Uh, data entry it was like now they're on a streaming. They're all it's all on a streaming. Yeah, service, you don't even so care you immediately. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, memory is no longer an issue anywhere. It's just memories everywhere. Remember when you used to scrape and buy extra memory? Oh yeah. Like I had. Okay, I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not even kidding about this. I had a 10 megabyte system when I graduated college in 1984. My, all that was the full capacity of my computer. 10 meg. And I was like, I got the 10 meg one. It was like, like, (laughs) I got so much room. I'm going to write so many documents. Well, and that's just the thing was, it was, I was writing in MS DOS. I literally was, was creating stuff in MS DOS at that point. But I had a minor in computer science. So, which was very good because it got me my first job, which got me every other job I had when I was in the corporate Mm. world. Uh, But yeah, it was a, it was an interesting thing to, to know now that. The cell phone that I have or the watch that I have on my wrist is like a hundred, maybe a thousand times stronger than that. Sure. More than a hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you remember floppy disks? Oh, yeah. Then oh, hard yeah. disks. Zip disks? Zip disks, yeah. You remember yep. those? Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. when we had what to send these? larger files, there oh, were yeah. these slightly bigger um, disks. And I can't remember Zip the drives, size yeah. on them, maybe 250 megs. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 So, so if we had to send something to print, for example, in the advertising world, or you had a big music file the only way to get it from one place to another was to put it on this disc (laughs) and fedex it to another person it was like the equivalent of faxing a large file. A whole file. Yeah. Whoa. Connect. Well, that's, the, you know, faxes. I don't mean okay? to sound too blown away by that, but that does blow my mind. It, yeah. it, it <laughs> and then they had to have a zip drive reader on right. their end, yeah. too. They had to have the device yeah. to be able to access it. Decode that. it. That was it. Yeah. That was Wild. It. Well, I created a product that generated a lot of money for Orlando Health based on fax technology oh. back in the 90s. Smallpox? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was spreading. Uh, I, I actually linked up uh, groups of primary care and orthopedic surgeons uh, in this network to care for workers' comp, and they would send all their information to me via fax, and then I would create a report and tell them what was happening with their workers' comp cases, and they loved it. Uh, but it was fax technology was so new at that point that we bought fax machines for each of these offices, and it was like this big gift to give to them. We're bringing you into the 21st century. Mm-hmm. It's a fax machine. You type it over here, it shows up over there on this crappy little paper that shines on the outside. Yeah. It was like really the worst resolution anything ever, but it worked. The system worked for yeah. us. So, And it, randomly, you'll get menus from restaurants <laughs> that you had not right, asked for. That's true. <laughs> People would, it was almost like spam. It was yeah. like the early version of spam where somebody would get a fax number and say, well, I'm going to send them my menu. Uh, or here's a like, coupon for $10 off car detailing. Oh, and you get it and you'd go, don't waste my toner and paper because that stuff was expensive. You didn't want that to happen. It's so funny. Well, And it's, I love seeing things become a commodity now that were, you know, again, hard earned in the 80s and 90s. We've come such a long way. I think it's, it's a great time to be alive. But it also tells me in the next 10 years. Who knows what we're gonna have? We're gonna have chips implanted in ourselves. We're gonna we're gonna have liquid media that we drink, and then it goes to the different parts of our body and informs them. I don't know. I'm just. Oh, to- <laughs> you can just get some information in my bladder. 
That's all I want. Just get the news to my bladder. It yeah, is like a dopamine injection. Just a literal dopamine dopamine injection. My <laughs> bladder just refuses to interact with any kind with of news source. No other content. Uh, How many have bad. you tried? Uh, three. I got okay, YouTube getting yeah. pumped straight to my yeah. lungs. <laughs> 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 I think that the media is good for our organs, some of them. Just not our brains or hearts. Yeah. It's yes. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. And special thanks to Ryan Goodwin for lending us his perspective as a youngster. I feel so old when I say that. When I was explaining zip disks and things like that to him, I... Uh, you can learn more about Ryan at ryangoodwinmusic.com. And follow him on Instagram at Metablip, M-E-T-A-B-L-I-P. Have a great day.